boarding. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Hi, Isaac, how are you? Hey, I'm, I'm good. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. How's Amsterdam? Yeah, um, yeah, I actually live in Rotterdam, but uh, oh, yeah, it's good, you know. Um, weather's the same, just like in England, rain, wind, yeah. unpredictable. But yeah, um, I'm enjoying what I'm doing. Life is good, so I really can't complain. That's good. Did you manage to get home okay? Because you messaged me saying like you were proper injured and you had to drive back and all that stuff. Oh yeah, oh yeah, um, yeah. That was a while back. Yeah, just after New Year's. Obviously, I hurt my hamstring because I usually drive back to England from Holland with my car. Mm. So um, yeah, I'm all good now. Uh, the drive was yeah, the drive was good. My injuries like I'm almost getting fully back into it now. So yeah, things are going well. I can't really complain. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, uh, I got back safely. Obviously, yeah, no now, good. So. Yeah, I was gonna watch <laughs> Yeah, no, I was but wondering. you're asking me now and not back then. No, six ago. no, I missed you. I missed you. <laughs> I I well, today I wanted to talk about the grammar school experience because obviously you went to a yeah. grammar school, I went to a grammar school. Yeah. The main difference between us is you went to a mixed grammar school, so mixed sex, and I went to like a single sex school. So I'm a girl, so I went to a girls' school. <laughs> they realized that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to kind of talk about you know both of our experiences with that because I think we both had very different experiences from knowing you mm. and just like the whole process you know getting in 11 plus the stress of that and then yeah. you know, all the way to GCSE we both also went to grammar school in sixth form you stayed at the same mm. one didn't you when you moved yeah so I just wanted to sort of talk about that just everything when it comes to just you know personal life uh mental health and how it's kind of affected us now yeah sounds great man. Sounds okay great. so if we want to go all the way back to you know primary school did you go Jeez. to a normal mixed primary school? Did you go private, state? Uh, normal mixed. Yeah, Catholic same. Primary school, yeah. What was yeah. that like? My primary school was good. It was in Slough, obviously, where I live. Mm. Slough's a very diverse town. Um, a lot of different ethnic cultures there. Very beautiful was, area. I mean, I wouldn't use the word beautiful, per se. <laughs> Have you heard, you know, Ricky <laughs> but, Gervais, what's his name? D David Brent. Have you heard that? Yeah, song? from The Office. Oh, yeah. Slough, my kind Slough. of town. Yeah, yeah that is, is my the, guy. Man. That's yeah. actually one of my favourite songs ever of all time. And I watched The Office as well, obviously. The Office, yeah. the English one, obviously, the yeah, best one. Yeah. Um, was filmed in Slough, all of that good stuff. My primary school was really good. Uh, obviously, it was in Slough. At the time, it was very um, diverse as well. But And during that time, there were a lot of people coming from Poland as well. So my school was, I'd say, at least 50% Polish. It got to a point in right. school where um they had to bring out the monday newsletters in polish because there were that many polish people in our school and oh our hymns because it was a catholic school so every yeah. monday we'd have to sing and even our church services like um there's some of them the songs were in polish and the translations in polish it was pretty sick and oh i had God. loads of polish friends um yeah my primary school experience was it was good um obviously because it was catholic primary school so it was a lot of very religious you know learning about Catholicism, Jesus, Mary, and mm. all of that stuff. But all in all, yeah, my primary school experience is like standard. To be honest, uh, can't really complain. Um, How did you feel there? What was what were you like there? Because <laughs> obviously, you know, coming to like grammar school, oh, everyone God. is sort of the yeah, same. Yeah. I don't want to say intellect, but you know, everyone wants to do really yeah. well. Whatever. And primary school, obviously, you, you don't really have to care about grades and that yeah. kind of stuff. And everyone's different honest, abilities. Like, yeah. In school, I was uh, I was definitely the class clown. I was yeah. always the loud one, definitely a weird one. Up until year eight, to be honest, I was a weird guy. The stuff I'd get up to in school. For example, it was the last day of school in year four. And I don't know, when you're a kid, you just do things, you don't think about it. There's no reason behind certain things, what you do, you just do it. So I saw a wall and I saw a roof and I was like, and I had my shoe on. I was like, 
I was flicking my shoe against the wall and it's coming back off because I had like a slip on shoe. Uh. <laughs> so I was like, let me see how high I can flick this and try and get it back oh. to me. I just kept flicking my shoe against the wall, flicking my shoe against the wall until eventually I got the shoe on top of the roof of the oh building. Oh my God. And I was so gassed because the way it landed on the roof, because <laughs> let's, let's say, um, let's say that this is the roof. Right. And I got my shoe like this on the edge. I was like, yeah, that's cold. <laughs> and, I was showing, and I was showing my friends. I was like, yeah, look what I did. Yeah, that's cold. Not realizing I have one shoe now for the rest of the school is day. That, is that just because you're a boy? I don't know what it it's is. It's probably because you're a boy. It's because you're a boy. I was like, so I'm just there walking like this because I got one shoe on, one shoe on. <laughs> And then the teacher's like, where's your shoe? I was like, um, yeah, it's on the roof. She's like, well, you're not going to mention that. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> now that you mention it, my shoe's on the roof. Did you just leave I, it there? You didn't think... I just didn't, I just oh didn't care God. in school. I, I, I was just so carefree. So I got that stuck on the roof. And then they had to get the caretaker to get like a long-ass ladder, <laughs> get my shoe down eventually. And then they told my mom and everything. And uh, yeah, but I was, yeah, in school, I was, uh, I was definitely on some weird vibes in school but obviously I was a kid I was just having fun you know I feel like when it came to like the 11 plus and stuff like that mm. I didn't really I didn't, I didn't know anything about grammar schools neither my parents because obviously they they came to uh, England in like 96 so they didn't really know how like this education system worked and stuff mm. like that so it wasn't until my year six half term okay not half term just before half term was when I, I found out about what the 11 plus was and my then parents did as well do, do you mean October half term oh my god so was, last minute so like at the oh, I didn't know that it was mad oh, so no. the 11 plus exam we found out was November mm. so literally there's one September afternoon a Friday afternoon I was just there I was so gassed for this day because it was that during that time where Disney Channel was popping off and <laughs> Disney Channel. Wait, quickly, sorry to and interrupt. When did you do your 11 plus? Because I, we're, uh, you're. Th- yeah, I'm 24 now, so 2008. I did my 11 plus in 2010, 2011. So I started secondary school in September 2011. Oh, nice. So you would have started oh, nice. September 20, 2009? Uh, uh, yeah, so, yeah, 09, I okay. started year seven, yeah. All right, sorry. So, yeah, so it was during this time in like primary school that Disney Channel was. <laughs> was the stuff like if you didn't have disney channel you weren't that guy Everyone we're the last generation you know so uh, have good disney channel i'm still so um, bad for the honestly, kids now that time when high school musical was coming out all this stuff so this was the the night of the debut of um camp rock oh my god we were guests we were guests <laughs> i was there like after school had my cocoa pops straight off the school. I always had that after school. I just had cocoa pops. I don't know why. I just loved it. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, high school musical, let's go. And, sorry, camp rock, let's go. Yeah, then yeah, you yeah. Barton, all that stuff. Cool. So I'm just there watching it. Then my mom comes in. She's like, Isaac, put your shoes on. We're going somewhere. I was like, oh, what do you mean go somewhere? Like, it's camp rock day. What do you mean? I've been waiting for this day my whole life, he says. She takes me to a uh, tuition centre in Slough. I was so confused because the location was by the driving theory test center. So I was like, I'm 10 years old. I, I'm not driving. Like, I'm not, I'm nowhere near getting my provision. So why am I here? Then I saw the sign for t- the tuition place. I was like, ah, oh, what is going on? It's a Friday. Like school's finished. Like what's going on? Why am I here? So we went in, spoke to the guys. Like, oh yeah, there's this thing called the 11 plus. I don't know who told my mom about it. 
so we had no idea about grammar schools and stuff. We just thought, yeah, go to secondary school. Because the original plan was for me to go to St. Joseph's, which is like a normal comprehensive. So St. Bernard's was not in my plan at all. And they're like, oh, yeah, the grammar school, this, that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Isaac should do it, blah, blah, blah. I, I wouldn't say I was super clever. I was clever per se. Stop it. But I didn't really, I didn't really try in school. Th- that's you not trying. That doesn't mean that you're not smart. Mm, potentially, you know yeah. I mean? So my, my like, SAT scores and that stuff weren't that great because in the exam hall, I just didn't really, in school, I didn't really care. Like, mm. I was like rushing through it, not really, I just didn't care. But I think I was doing all right though. Like, I was good. Never did my homework. I was always getting det- like detentions and stuff, not detentions, but like in trouble in primary school for not doing my homework. You know, I'd do, I'd rip the pages up and shred them and be like to the teacher my book my booklet's missing pages you just you never stuck it on your behavior is disgusting that, i'm not even being funny I, i'd always see our assistant teachers <laughs> making the homework folders and, and the pages oh. and sticking them on so i was like let me rip it out and then shred it and she would think she forgot to add it and a human error oh. i got away with that for a while until they clocked on because <laughs> one of my boys started doing it as well and he, and he messed up the game i really done my homework in school i just couldn't be bothered for that stuff <laughs> so we got to the tuition center and um uh the guy was like yeah this is the 11 plus like is a thing you have to do an entrance exam to get into like a grammar school and a grammar school is like a school for um like i hate using the word small clever yeah i don't like using it. i don't like that so i'm not trying to use that is a school for um people basically that just to to getting like, you just have to do an exam getting, to get in. yeah, yeah it's exam to get in it doesn't yeah. mean anything yeah i'm really not a fan of that stuff so yeah an exam to get into this type of school and obviously african parents i'm sure like asian parents are the same like education 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 da, 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 da. so my mom was just eating up everything he was saying she was <laughs> loving it i'm just like bruh i can't be bothered because all my friends were going to St. Joe's. i just want to go with my friends and all that stuff yeah, yeah so yeah. they were like all right so someone can join the exams in two months bearing in mind people like prep their kids years in advance a year months in advance and i had two months of prep so every saturday since then every saturday at nine o'clock man's going to tuition studying there for like a whole day and stuff like that it was long man it was so long <laughs> doing my verbal reasoning but i hated every second of it because i'm at school monday to friday and i'm like my saturday is, is is tuition yeah and then sunday is the day before monday it's like, yeah where's my free time man so you can imagine, I was definitely was not doing my homework. Like this was even more of a reason why I wasn't doing my homework. So uh, I was banging up bare test papers, bare test papers, bare test papers, bare test papers. Because I'd be honest, at the start when I was doing them, I was getting rubbish scores in the in the mock exams in the tuition mm-hmm. center. Because <laughs> the shapes one, I was calm at. It was verbal reasoning, non-verbal reasoning. But now they've changed it. That yeah. I think majority of grammar, grammar schools now have English and maths as well. So you've got four. Oh. Uh, so I had the two as well. One yeah. was like had loads of words. That yeah, verbal, verbal reasoning. reasoning. Shapes that one I did like. <gasps> I love that. Was my favorite. That was my favorite. I couldn't because um, I was all right at English, mm. but English wasn't my first language. It was tree, which is gone in. But I was all right at English, but I just, I just, just wasn't running in my brain. And the shapes one was calm. So I'm quite like a visual learner and stuff as well. Yeah, like, same. so I like I enjoy the shapes one. Mm. So I was banging up bare test papers. And I remember the instructor going to my, my dad, mom's like, yeah, we'll do our best, but um, he's really going to have to push to get to get this. Because he didn't think I'd get in. Mm-hmm. And I think that was my first experience in life where I was faced with a challenge and I had to overcome it. Yeah, that was definitely like the start of, obviously like without that, I wouldn't be where I am today. And there's been loads of setbacks since then. But that was the first time where 
like someone said said to my parents said to me like yeah Isaac needs to flip in pattern up otherwise he's not going to get in mm. and that's I think that's what like invoked my like oh look at me using big words on the podcast yeah look at you <laughs> like a, like a warrior spirit you know like because mm. if someone tells me I can't do something it just makes me want to do it even more you know to I love prove them that, wrong. Yeah. so day of the 11 plus test um a month before my youngest sister was born Hepsi yeah, so she was one month old when I was doing when I went to do the test. I remember this Aww. day vividly. Woke up, I had cornflakes. I said, I was singing songs to my baby sister. I was like, wish me good luck. Aww. My mom took me to the exam. And my problem was in exams as well. Later on, I, I realized because I was so re- relaxed during exams, the time would fly by and I wouldn't clock how much time I have. Because mm. most of the time I wasn't finishing the papers. Mm. Even the mock exams I was doing, I wasn't finishing. So the real exam I was doing I was doing it I didn't finish both the papers I didn't finish there was like three pages left on both because I was too laid back too relaxed going through it times up put pen down I was like what so I didn't finish the exam I was like ah snap for you that's a snap for me <laughs> so um I went I was I was breaking myself I was like ah my mum's gonna kill me because they invested so much money in the last two months mm. it was rigorous training but at the same time, I was thinking, they can't blame me because they gave me two months notice. Like, come on, what, what do you expect? So I had no idea what was going to happen. My top choices were St. Bernard's, then Herschel, then St. Joseph's, then some other schools. The day of the results. The pass mark was 111, isn't it? Oh, you remember. Oh, I my God. So, so it was different, different was... schools. But I think in your area, it was generally 111. St. Bernard's was 111. I got 109 in the Stop. in the verbal reasoning and 110. <laughs> 110 in oh, the verbal. Oh, that's so annoying. <laughs> My mum was gutted. So she yeah, appealed so. right away. Oh, bless and I got her. It, and I got in straight away. I got in ah. St. Bernard's. I think what helped me was because my parents are Protestant which mm. is like denomination of Christianity, yep. like Pentecostal Protestant. Mm. My school was Catholic and I, I think right. they got me baptised as well and they got me confirmed. And I think they only got me confirmed to boost to get me into <laughs> a Catholic grammar school. Play the system, know the loop. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Work smart. That's how life hard. works, man. Work smart, <laughs> not hard. So obviously they're like, oh yeah, my son, yeah, he's baptised, he's been confirmed. Yada, 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 yeah. All this stuff. So mm. I, I got accepted. At first, I wasn't happy. I was glad that I got in mm. because I proved the guy wrong. Even though yeah. technically I didn't get the pass mark, but yeah. I, I was close enough. Mm. I caught up a lot because I was getting like 90s and stuff in the past Amazing. papers. Amazing. And then, yeah. So I was, in, I was a bit guy because 50% of my friends, were, 50% of like people in my year were like going to St. Joseph's. There's only three of us that went to St. Bernard's. Mm. And these guys I spoke to, but I weren't really that close with. Mm. so that's a bit gutting and then um yeah if I went to St Bernard's amazing mine yeah. mine mine is a little bit we're both very different so you were quite you know a bit like cheeky in primary school I was an extreme yeah. goody two-shoes you don't understand like I was always following the rules if a teacher told me off I'd literally cry I'd get you know that feeling in your tummy I'd cry like all this stuff quite oh. sensitive yeah very goody two-shoes very kind very whatever to all the teachers blah 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 um and in primary school i was like top of the class in a way oh no but the only reason the only reason is because my thing was maths in primary school and i always say it's because my parents like they would sort of um teach me little maths tricks or like really quick ways to do long division or i mean multiplication whatever it was so i sort of knew all these maths tricks before they were taught in class which is why in maths i was extremely attentive because i knew what was going on basically and so mm. when it came to mental maths, I was doing that because because that was just my thing. English, all that stuff, 
no, I can't do it at all. But because I was so great at maths at the time, people thought I was like the smartest in the world. Like she's amazing. Like they sent, we didn't even do proper science in primary school, but they sent me to this like science after school club just because I was known for being smart, but I couldn't do science, English, nothing. So maths was oh, my wow. thing. Um, and I loved all the creative stuff. I loved history. I loved history. Like, this is something I want to talk about in a bit, but like with primary school, I loved learning. That was my thing. Like wow. I loved you it. You loved learning. Yeah. I know, but then it's second, no, secondary <laughs> school, hated it. I can't explain how much I hated it. Oh, I'll wow. get onto that. So basically, okay. primary school, it was all about just learning, right? You don't have to care about grades. Mm. SATs weren't really very strict. Or, do you know what I mean? Nothing was really important. Obviously, I had um, Asian parents who, obviously, like you said, education's key. Um, so I cared in that sense, but it was more just about learning. Like, I'd come home, like, I remember learning about the Egyptians and um, history. And I'd come home and just go BBC Bite Size all day. Teachers wouldn't tell me. I'd just do it just because I was so interested. I'd watch videos on YouTube about it, whatever. Mm, um, wow. I loved learning. And then with when it came to sort of 11 plus, I think, like you said, my parents also came here in the 90s. So, yeah, I think they probably found out about grammar schools because of, like, friends that they've made who had, like, older daughters and sons who'd went there and they sort of, like, told, told them about it and all that stuff. Yeah. So I actually also went to a tuition centre in Slough, but a different one. Gang, gang. <laughs> Mine was also on Saturdays. So, basically, um, I started preparing, like, beginning of year five. Obviously, you do your 11 plus and year six, like, between September to yeah. January time. Um, so, I used to go every single Saturday. Hated going because, like you said, Monday to Friday is, like, school. <laughs> And then Sunday's yeah. early day off, but the next day is school. Um, mm-hmm. So Saturday I'd go, we'd drive, and like we had to do non-verbal reasoning and verbal reasoning, of course. Very rigorous. I love verbal reasoning, but I was better at non-verbal because like you, um, yeah. I'm a visual learner and shapes and stuff is quite easy. So come home every day, you know, my mum would be, you know, on me, like you need to do this, you need to do this, whatever. And so that was going on for a year. And then obviously year six, September to January, um, I did about... 10 11 plus school exams wow some because obviously you know you had to put down like six or seven like your choices or whatever yeah because some i used as a little bit of practice as well general you know experience whatever and i remember the school i really wanted to go to everyone in primary school you know like i was top of the class or whatever so everyone was like oh my god she's gonna get in like she's so smart blah blah blah. wait sorry did you go to a mixed school in primary yeah yeah sorry I went to a mixed primary school yeah yeah mixed school okay yeah so normal state school not private or anything yeah did all my uh, 11 plus exams I basically like passed all of them um and I'm trying to be be as humble as possible this sounds really like uh no back (laughs) big yourself up man that's your um, achievements you've got to big it up thank you I mean one of the exams was, was in um November and then basically that was the only one where you had to do non-verbal and verbal. And if you passed that you in January, you got into the English and maths things. Obviously, I didn't really prepare for that because I was just doing verbal reasoning, non-verbal reasoning. We yeah. had to write, write a story or whatever. And English wasn't like my best subject. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, it comes to, what is it, March the 1st, when you find out where you got in like your secondary school. Oh, do you remember the March the 1st? You just, you just unlocked another memory. Isn't it? <laughs> so um, I found out oh, I got wow. into my third choice. Nice. And Ooh, yeah, still- but I was really upset. This third choice meant I would have to move. And so mine was mm-hmm. like, you know, like you, I felt really sad because everyone was going to this like one secondary school, like all the girls were going there, whatever. And also the uh, the grammar school was a girl. So I think my parents wanted, preferred me to go to a girl's school. Like my choices did have some mixed, but I think they probably preferred just because, you know, you get distracted and all that stuff or whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, everyone's going to say like, she didn't get and she didn't get like, everyone will know and everyone had such high hopes for me. So that was a little bit disappointing. But then I, you know, I went to secondary school. It was fine, whatever. I know. What was your experience like 
year seven to year 11 because uh, it was a huge culture shock obviously because so many different reasons like I was in a school where so like everyone different abilities different you know cares about doing well whatever um mixed school really diverse and then going to secondary school everyone is like mm. the same ability maybe some like really 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 hard working yeah. and uh wasn't too diverse in a way and also all girls so it was a huge culture shock for me and it affected everything from my mental health just uh, mm-hmm. mainly my mental health to be honest so I just mm-hmm. I want to start with you though what was your like because obviously you stay you were at mixed school throughout um yeah. primary school and secondary and sixth form I know you were still very um, naughty in secondary school <laughs> the stories I've heard the stories I've heard oh my god I'm not going to incriminate myself on camera, so <laughs> that's not going to happen today. Going into secondary school, because obviously it's primary school is a bubble, you know. You're young, you're a kid, you're, you're, you're innocent, you don't really know what's going on. Like mm. the, the world is your playground sort of thing. Mm. And then taking that step into secondary school, carefree kid mindset. A lot of things happened that I didn't realise at the time what was going on until now I look back, now I'm older and wiser. Now I'm look, I look back and I'm like, oh, okay, so this happened that's why this happened and you start to piece things together and like yeah and put labels on things but yeah seven one of like one of the main things I remember vividly that like I was so confused about it was a big shock to me was um so obviously I went to a uh, Catholic uh, grammar school predominantly white as well which is fine didn't have a problem with that um so like three or four black guys in our whole year a few Asians here and there but predominantly white mm. um in primary school I was always bold like, that was the default starter pack black kid uh, haircut in school. Every black kid in primary school was bold. No <laughs> trip. Just go to the barber, zoom, grade one, you're done in 10 minutes. No no fade, no no hair, like, nothing like that. It's just straight bold, fam. I was always bold with my big, big ass egghead. So obviously, I have a five head, so you can imagine what it looked like, like Mega Man. <laughs> so, <laughs> and obviously, I was still going to be bold in a. When you said bold initially, year. I thought you meant like bold, like strong. That's what I thought you meant first. No, bold, like, <laughs> zero hair. My hair was just just shiny in school. I was bold in the first day of school. Got sent straight to the, like, head of year office, whatever. Getting told off. I didn't know why I was getting told off. She was like, yeah, your hair's too short. Like, I was like, why? What's wrong with it? She's like, in the past, bold hair shows signs of aggression in our students. So we banned it. I was like, what's that got to do with me? Like, why Why does that stop everyone else from having bold hair? So I know for a fact you've had students in the past with long hair who've done bad stuff in school. So does that mean you're going to stop everyone from having long hair? Why are you stereotyping just bold hair? And I mean, I'm just, I just came to year seven. It, I'm, I was the sweetest guy. Like, oh. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hurt a fly. Like, yeah, you're lovely. So really, like, is, was it that deep? And that, that was an eye-opener for me. That day mm-hmm. was when my eyes started to open, like, the world wasn't as rosy and dandy as I thought it was. Because obviously in mm-hmm. primary school, racism, I never thought about racism in primary mm-hmm. school. But that was, I'd say, my first... Obviously, that wasn't... It wasn't, like, obvious racism. It wasn't racism. But she only said to people with short hair. And okay. obviously, that was only the black people. I don't know. Um, so that was my first experience with, like, feeling outside or different. I never had it in primary school, but in secondary school, because, because of my short hair, like, like guys in the audience would just come and start like doing, oh, your hair's very spiky and this, that. Mm. And that's when I had like my first um, encounter with like people like being directly racist towards me as well. Right. By the time I didn't, I didn't know it was racism. I just thought they were just, I didn't really think of it as racism. Mm. I didn't really know what racism was properly. So I remember there was like guys in my class 
and they'll like make fun of me like because my name because like my surname was Isaac Tutu like they'll like just make funny names about uh because I'm black and like yeah stuff like that and mm. funny stuff with my name and like calling me like Nigerian gunman and all that stuff that affected me I know it affected me because I remember I went to the teacher to tell them about it I was like yeah these guys are calling me like Nigerian gunmen saying all this stuff about me, calling me like I look like poo and all that stuff and whatever. But no, obviously looking back and I got older and I realized, yeah, that's that that's obviously racism. So it was bullying as well. That's, yeah, it was bullying too. So And because you're so kind me. as well, like Yeah, you know I just mean? didn't understand it. I, Bless I, you. I wasn't angry, but I felt the most was confusion. Mm. I just didn't know what's going on. I was like, mm. confusion. And I, re- I was really oblivious to that sort of things like because it would happen a lot, but I didn't really get it, you know. Until I grew up later and I realised, yeah, that stuff is, that's that bullying and racism and discrimination. And that kind of continued throughout all of your seven, your eight and your nine. We talk about, we had history class. One of the lessons was on slavery. And mm. oh, that that's when my eye, that's when I started to like become like aware of like life and things. And Did you not know about slavery in primary school? A little bit, but mm. not really. They didn't really, mm. they didn't really teach a lot of stuff like that. Really, no. I think bit. that's kind of heavy for someone in primary school as well. It's horrible. Yeah, so they left yeah. that out really. But you see, nine when they started to like touch on that topic a lot more, and then I started to like do my own research and realize that yeah, wow, this this exists. Like, mm. okay, it's still it's real. Because I remember in school, even like whenever the teacher would talk about racism or slavery and stuff, mm. people just turning around looking at me. I'm like, because I sat at the back of the class, even though they didn't say anything, you you, you know can feel exactly. it. You feel it, like, yeah. why do you need to look, like, why are you looking at me? And that's one of the reasons why now, like, I, I liked history, but after that, I didn't choose it for GCSE. It was, that was it for me. I was like, nah. Even though the whole of history is not about slavery racism, mm. but to me at that time, that was the, um, that was my uh, relation to it. Mm. So anytime I had history class, I knew what was coming. So, so for I you, it wasn't, it, it was more about how you felt in the class is why you didn't take it for yeah. GCSE. Right. It's because of how I felt and also because uh, <laughs> too much essay writing too. <laughs> like way too much essay writing. Even though I did feel like those ways during class, I was always the guy in school. I'd like shove it away, like how I'd feel my emotions and stuff. If something bad was happening, apart from that time where, because I was like the limit, but usually mm. I'll just brush it under the carpet. Mm. So I'll pretend to myself, oh no, it's all good, it's all good. History was a really good subject to me. I was I was good at it, I enjoyed it. And I'm really good at remembering dates and like all that. I, I just like, I like that stuff. I like history. Mm. I've never really thought about why I didn't choose it. Like, whenever people ask like, oh, you're GCSEs, or why didn't you do this? There? I'd always, I always said, um, yeah, just essay writing. But that's not really an excuse because we had essay writing like almost all of my GCSEs, mm. really. At this age and being older and like, understanding my being more self-aware of myself and my thoughts and my feelings and my emotions mm. and now because I'm, I'm more self-aware now and looking back and f- remembering how I felt and stuff I feel like like subconsciously definitely that period of time we're learning about slavery definitely had an effect on my love um for history still enjoyed all my GCSEs and stuff like that not to say like my time at school was bad or anything like I, I loved it like I met great people found out more about myself as well that year seven to nine was a period where like my eyes started to open a lot more do you know that's really funny that we both like relate to GCSE history because in primary school history was my favorite subject I think I mentioned that briefly because it was just about learning I absolutely loved that that actually overtook maths 
that was genuinely my favorite mm. subject um because I loved learning about like it was mainly ancient history so Egyptians we did um like the Greeks Aztecs we did a little bit of World War II and I just absolutely loved it it fascinated me how we could sort of learn learn about things that had happened thousands and yeah. thousands and thousands of years ago and yeah. it was solely about learning so I remember we had you know some projects that we had to do so we got given a few months to do them in primary school me and my mum would sit together and we'd do them all together and I loved it I fully immersed myself into it I absolutely loved yeah. it but then when I came to secondary school it was just this is how you write an A star essay this is how you write you know this is analyze exactly. these sources blah 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 so mine was slightly different in the sense of it took it sucked the fun out of learning for me it was literally just yeah. I, I was like no, I want to know what happened like I want to learn about you know ancient history and I want to you know it wasn't as broad as primary school it was very set towards the syllabus right so it was like you need to make sure you learn this 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 you can't if you go outside of the syllabus you can do that for your own learning whatever but it's not going to really matter because you need to know about this in the exam or you know you have to write again mine was also I didn't really like essays that much which is also why I did maths at uni that's the one thing about secondary school especially with a grammar school where everyone's in that mindset of you know we really want to do well whatever so for me I didn't take yeah. history just because mm. I didn't get the same experience as primary school where you could fully immerse yourself okay. into it, go to different lengths, different subjects, different topics and do your own research outside. It was just about essay writing. So I think that, yeah. I don't know, that kind of ties into everything to do with grammar schools, I think, because, yeah. you know, especially history being my favourite subject with everything, it was just learning this on the syllabus that on the syllabus and it felt like if you wanted to do extra learning it would take up so much more time because obviously you know in secondary school you have like 12 subjects and you have to sort of know everything on the syllabus and do well and all that stuff and you're in an environment where everybody all want to really do really really well it felt more of like a machine thing where everyone just went just to get good grades and it was just no yeah. fun in it I don't know. Yeah, I feel, yeah, yeah. Mine was slightly different in the sense that I would say probably 40% of the girls were Asian like me, so brown. 50% mm -hmm. white. A few East Asian. There were probably two to three black girls in my year. My, my secondary school was quite small compared to others, but still. Whereas in primary school, it was kind of, there were lots of each, yeah. basically. In primary school, it was a bit yeah, different, yeah. so I don't know. So obviously, you felt more marginalised at your school. Yeah, yeah that was the word I was trying to find. I could. Did you feel that when you first went, because obviously your primary school was mixed as well, right? Was it very diverse, would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. My primary school was fine, yeah. Yeah, so when you moved I mean, to yeah. year seven, did you, like, notice that you were... Or was that something you didn't even really notice? Like, you didn't you didn't think of that kind of stuff? I didn't really think of it. Yeah. I was just, I was just happy to be there until later on. Then, before that stuff happened... I didn't even pay attention to it. Like not to say that I'm not I'm not trying to slate the, the schools or anything. Like it was a great school, the teachers were lovely, everything was great. It's just, you know, like yeah. you're always gonna have in a society like the odd few that just mm. For me it was more to do with the whole coming from primary school where everyone's different abilities and I was seen as top of the class it was like this confidence I had like I can do this like this self-belief like you know I will be able even though you know there was a setback of not getting into the school that I wanted to get into but I knew that on tests you know I would do well like it's fine like I didn't I didn't really I didn't have like this whole thing that I'm better than everyone else like I didn't think of that I just thought I know I can do it. I had that self-belief going to secondary school completely lost it like completely I was extremely low and depressed and down and no self-belief at all. The only people who believed in me were my parents. That's it. Mm. No teachers, none of my friends, to be honest. They thought I was the dumb one just because I think in some classes I was the class clown. 
I think I just yeah. I had so many symptoms of ADHD in in secondary school because I think I was wow. thinking about it, I was like why and I think it's because in primary school I think I mentioned earlier that I sort of knew a lot of the maths tricks and stuff like that which is why I was so attentive and why I kind of grasped things quicker than everyone else because I knew that stuff right then when you go to secondary school um my parents didn't really you know teach me you know different uh, things and subjects at secondary school like it was all up to me basically and I just couldn't concentrate. And it was, it was exactly how I felt during learning Shakespeare stuff in primary school. I just didn't concentrate. Till this day, I can't tell you. I mean, I, I know the story of like Romeo and Juliet and Midsummer Night's Dream, but I can't tell you like any. We did loads of things like Macbeth in primary school. Can't tell you anything about yeah. that. We did the entire thing. We made a play on it. Like, I can't tell you one thing because I just genuinely didn't know what's going on. So I think that kind of implemented into secondary school because obviously there's all these different subjects and everyone's the same. Everyone's basically top of the class. We're all like top of the class. Yeah. And you have even people who are even more top of the class within those yeah. high abilities or whatever. And that really affected me because I used to think I was stupid. But in, in reality, it was that oh. you just didn't try. Yeah. I just didn't try as hard because, like I said, it sucked the fun out of learning. So in mm. primary school, I'd go home and learn in my own terms or whatever. And secondary school, no, because it was just like, you need to learn this and the syllabus and all that stuff. So I had a huge knock to my confidence. It's like all the class tests, I'd be getting Ds, Es. Oh. Like I didn't even know E was a thing. <laughs> that was more <laughs> A level. But yeah, always just like low grades. My predicted grades for GCSE were really low. And they saw me as like the dumb one, basically, especially in sciences. But my dad, when I'd come home, my dad would like, you can do it. Why are you letting other people tell you? Like my dad has been the biggest supporter. That's nice. So I'd go to school and all these teachers saying, you're dumb, you're this, you're that. Like everyone else is much better than you, all this kind of stuff. And you can feel that. That's, so that's how I felt a bit marginalized because yeah. no one else really got this treatment. It was just me out of the whole hundred girls. Yeah. Mine felt more marginalized in the sense of like they thought I was just dumb or whatever. So all that yeah. stuff, that's how I'd feel at school. Everyone's getting like A-stars around me. In all my tests, I'd get like C's and D's and whatever. So the comparing thing would start. I'm not good enough. Yeah. Everyone's better than me. And then I'd come home and my dad's telling me like, you're amazing. Like you can easily get 100% in this. You're easy. Like, so it was extremely conflicting. And for some reason, I don't know why. I think I believed like the teachers more. And that would kind of, I don't know. Like I just didn't, I couldn't. Anyway, when it came to GCSEs, obviously. Yeah. I was terrified. And like I said, I didn't really try before, right? But because this really mattered and I really cared about this and, you know, five years of secondary school, right? You're seven to 11. The last three weeks before GCSEs, I can't explain the hyper-focusing I did. I learned three years worth of content from year nine to year 11 in wow. three weeks of every, sub all 12 subjects. Hyper-focusing, like I'm telling you, like, or it was just past papers, past papers, past papers, like learning all this stuff. I'd, I barely slept just for three weeks and I managed to, you know, get straight A's or whatever. But that was literally wow. just because of the hyper-focusing. And then after that, I kind of got a little bit of a high of like, oh my God. So if I, you know, spread all of that out over five years, I could have easily done better without yeah. any stress, without any stress. Because yeah. it was the most stress. Like GCSEs, like it's such a, you know, you look back and you're like, it's, it's nothing. But it yeah. was the most stressful time of my life. So for me, it wow. was more just a complete lack of self-belief, completely. Mm. And that kind of carried on into sixth form. But what was your GCSE sort of experience like? I didn't really start, I didn't start taking school seriously. I don't think until GCSE. 
I was always going with the wind. The, the tests would come. I would just do them. No revision. Did you no, care I, about the tests? The no. like class tests? No. no. My parents cared more than I did. Year seven, I did not care. Year seven to nine goes before GCC. You're just on vibes, you know. I, everyone says like, that. You're just on vibes, man. <laughs> I would now and again, but I, homework. I, I struggle with homework in, in school, in secondary school, like especially year seven. I struggled mm-hmm. from not from going not to from going from primary school to not doing that one page a week where I shred it and then lie to the teacher being like you didn't give it to me <laughs> to now being given homework in like 12 different subjects oh that was a cold, that was a big shock no i did not care until probably like in gcc you turn out to say and that's when i realized i was really good at science so my experience that's when i started to switch on mentally like i started to that's when my focus started to come mm. in so that came naturally Definitely. then for you yeah that's when i started to kick in because my parents evenings were like they're okay some subjects are worse than others. English, mm-hmm. the parents' evening was awful, year on year. I remember to this day, my one of the teachers was saying to my mom, she's like, Isaac, where do we start? Isaac is a very passive learner. Passive? Passive. I've been honest, she was 100% right. Because English, I did not like English in school. Mm-hmm. I was going into class on my phone, not looking at the teacher, staring out the window, looking at the clock, counting down. Just to see, I started to clock on like, okay, because in grammar schools, they're shoving down your throat. Like, you need to be able to decide what you want to do because you need to pick up A-levels. Do, 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 do. And I was avoiding all of that till year nine, year 10. Like, mm-hmm. They were giving it to us. Mm. and some people would some people like be receptive to it but I, I wasn't caring until year 10 when I, I think when I started to grow up a bit more then I was like okay let me actually switch on now and you know let's start going let's start rolling mm. so that's when I started to actually apply myself and I, I can actually like do this stuff so but the GCSEs I picked were like computing P Spanish did my GCSEs got like three A stars the rest of the sort of thing amazing so, yeah it was it was good um I even at that time I didn't really know what I wanted to do in life mm. um, but I just picked science you know obviously we had to do science anyway yeah. did your even grammar school tell you you have to do triple science because we had to like th- there wasn't like a so I was wasn't choice. I was wasn't triple science I was was course science and additional science because right, we, okay. we were on the OCR we were on the OCR exam yeah for science so course science was in year 10 and additional mm. science was in year 11 okay and then i love science now looking back science science was so much fun but, you um, did um biology wait what do you remember biology chemistry maths biology chemistry maths and, Spa- and spanish in and spanish oh that's a peng mm. selection really nice it's, yeah it was, i think it was the whole peng. biology chemistry maths is like the standard grammar oh, school thing mate. isn't it because you can the do free... any you need to agree with we that. We call it the we call it the threesome, mate. Yeah, the threesome. And it was always it was always in that order as well. Whenever you speak to someone that done that, they're always going to say bio, bio chem maths. maths. Yeah. Literally or if is. they were feeling a little bit naughty, maybe with physics as well, four A levels. My mum really wanted me to do architecture because she was like, "You're quite creative as well as a little bit of maths, so you could implement both." But I was like, mm. "Mother dearest, physics, no, 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 no." Do yeah, that. I wanted to be a astronaut when I was a kid. Did you? I did. That's so I wanted cool. to. I always said. I always said to people, I wanted to be the first black man on the moon. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Then I realized physics had to be done. I was like, yeah. Then the dream died when I realized space is fun. Learning about that stuff. Yeah, space and stuff. Astrology, yeah, astronomy and all that stuff. But not astrology, astronomy. But, Why not astro- yeah, astrology? Is good as well. Don't tell me you're in, you're into that stuff. Yeah, like Gemini and all that. Like yeah, you're a Gemini. I know you're a Gemini. But that's why that you're mean? a hustler that's why you're a hustler they're very like business orientated well, the stars money. are lying in the sky 
<laughs> look, we'll do. What? I'll look. I'll condition you. It's it's, it's a thing. It's you're not real. conditioning. It's you. real. Stars in the sky, and and that's why we get along so well because Orion's... you're a Gemini and I'm an Aquarius. And we're we get along so signs. well. Yeah, not because of the stars and the Orion's. Belt yeah, and it's not just that's the time you're born. It's the date. Right? Man, get it's out of here. It's real. It's real. I need to find it. By the way, after this, I'll ask you for moon and rising because I want to know. Do you know the time you were born? <laughs> yeah, three forty-five a.m. Your moon's in Libra. What's that mean? That means that you're. It's that's how you deal with your emotions. You're very artistic, diplomatic, and sociable. Yeah, that makes sense. See, it makes sense. And your rising your is in Taurus. So you're grounded, <laughs> refined, and patient. You got a lot of Gemini and Taurus and Pisces. Bit of Aquarius in there as well, your planets. See, it all makes sense. Oh, love it. It makes sense. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll sort you out. It's fine. Mass further, mass economics. You, you know that. Do you remember? I remember. You helped like, me. Always, you helped me. I didn't help you with further maths, though. I didn't well, just maths in general, because I was like, I mean, we'll talk about the whole self-belief thing, because do you remember I, I used to call you? I remember, yeah, you were, you were stressed. Yeah. I remember that, yeah. Cause, it's because of being going to a grammar school. I can't do it. Everyone's Yeah, I remember smart. that. I, I remember that time. You were stressed during that exam period. But you, yeah, you were so patient with me. See? See? Your Taurus said you were patient. You were patient with me. <sighs> No, it's, I just like to, you know, just help people out, you know, just yeah. if someone's in need, I'm, I like to be there for people. Thank you. But yeah, so yeah, Manchester's were uh, fun. Spanish was interesting because I'm quite linguistic, so Spanish I found very easy. Didn't really? revise Spanish. I just watched Dora really Explorer the day before just for the band. HGCC didn't revise. Go on A-star. It's just nice and easy. A-level still didn't revise. And then that's why I got a B in AS because A-level was getting up. Uh, AS was, mm, but I feel like if I tried, yeah, I could have. Yeah. And then I did it in uni. I did a module in uni, final year, because I didn't want to do one other module. So I mm. swapped it. Got, got a first in that module, which is good. Ah, amazing. And now I think I, I want to become like fluent in Spanish. So the thing about Spanish is obviously like, it's easy to learn in school and stuff, like the theory, reading and writing. Mm. But the listening and speaking is with the natives as well. They speak hot, fast, that, don't they? That's what I'm trying to work on. So that's what do you I'm know, trying, never that's done Spanish. Goals, yeah. Never done Spanish in my life. Primary school was French. And I was obsessed mm-hmm. with it, like, till this day, till this day. I didn't even do it Jesus. I know all the colours, all the months, all the days of the week, everything. And, like, general wow. conversation. And then I got to secondary school, and basically in year seven, there were three classes, and two classes yeah. were put in German, and one was put in French. And I came home, I was like, Mom, I'm yeah. so angry. I wanted to be in the French class. I love French. Ended up preferring German. I found that easier to learn, which is really um, funny because French is supposed to be easier to learn with, like, the genders and all that stuff. And then I took it for GCSE. I didn't, I just like messed around in French. But now, just after Christmas, um, maybe a bit before, I've been doing French every day on Duolingo. Duolingo. Day 57 that? on my streak and that. Don't even worry about oh, it. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've been consistent. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, the other day, I was literally just like, Spanish is meant to be the easiest language to learn if you're an English speaker. Like it's the quickest one after, Facts I think, after is. Italian or Italians after. So I was like, Never done it in my life. The only thing I know is Ola Catal. That's it. That's probably wrong Hola as well. Catal. The accent. Yeah. How are you? yeah. No, it's just, the accents. Don't worry, I disregarded the accent. The yeah. accent was horror. But <laughs> horror. Um, it, it was horror. Yeah, like on Duolingo, you can add like a different language. Yeah. yeah Karen, with just your A level experience, like the transition from GCSE to A level. It was slap in the face. It was a, like a lorry hit me. That first day, I remember, man, the workload, the chemistry, the first lesson. Wow. The amount of work. This is nuts. Actually, for me, the hardest time was year 13 exams. Oh, mm. So year 12, I got four Bs. 
my GCC, I didn't really try as hard and I still did well. So I mm. thought I could run it on, in year 12. Mm. And that slapped me in the face. And I got four Bs and then predicted grades happened. And I remember the predicted grades was four Bs, but I, I needed A's and A stars to get yeah, to Love Cross. Yeah. And my chemistry teacher told me, I can't predict you an A. It's not going to happen. You're, you're, like, you're probably going to get lower or stay the same because the 13 gets harder. I remember I told you about how when I was a kid and then the 11 plus thing, he's like, yeah, he's probably going to get in. Mm. Because this, this chemistry teacher said to me, yeah, and I was determined in year 13 to prove him wrong. So you didn't get like, the whole, you didn't get put down. You're like, no, I'm going to do it because I was able to do it in year 11. So I can do it now. Sorry, uh, for 11 plus, I can do um, it now. You know, I didn't think of that at the time. But like I said, I don't like people telling me I can't do stuff. Yeah. I want to prove you wrong. Yeah. So that was like also that. another example of like a setback, like because I needed the, the A prediction for Loughborough, but he wasn't going to give it to me. So my predictions were four Bs. And that's why I sent to Loughborough, my to university to sports science to UCAS. So year 13, I worked my ass off to turn those Bs into A's and stuff. I got an A star in biology from a B. Don't know how I done it, but I did. Fair play. Oh, that's amazing. Um, got an A in chemistry. Amazing. So in your face. I don't want to say his name on camera, but he knows who he is. But if you do watch this, I told you so. I told you I'd do it. I dropped Spanish. Maths went down to his seat. I didn't mind because my focus was on the sciences. Amazing. Well done. The day of results day. Because that, that chemistry teacher was there. He, I have my results in front of him. It's so <gasps> weird. He looked, he looked that at me. That must have felt amazing. I was like, I the guy. He saw him. He's like, he's like oh, what did you get? And he saw the chemistry there. Hey. And he's walked off. Put W's in the chat. W's in the chat. <laughs> Put w, everyone put W's in the comments <laughs> yeah so A level was hard but it was A level was just about workload for me mm. like I was clever but I had still had to put in the work yeah, I can't like especially for science for maths mm. has been the work biology was a memory game maths is like you either have or you don't sort of thing and then biology like in between that was biology uh, sorry chemistry has formulas as well so it's yeah. in between that so you can see like for me where my how my brain works like mm. the memory aspect because biology is a memory game yeah. it was easy for me to like, remember stuff maths it's not about memories about knowing how to apply formulas at the right time all that stuff and then chemistry like i said yeah is in between that so yeah it's like ac and then that's why i sent off to Loughborough. so amazing yeah all in all yeah like grammar school's like yeah they really are big on like obviously like education obviously and getting the right grades and all that stuff that's what we are wired mm. so to me in my in my year i felt like one of the not the dumb ones i, I was like average because you had kids getting all their stars and 100 percent exams on a weekly basis yeah so i, I didn't feel that and to me st bernard's was a um, was a bubble i didn't really see outside that bubble i felt like i was sometimes i felt like i was underperforming but in the yeah. grand scheme of things i wasn't yeah, but that's the thing, because like you're that. compared to everyone in that. You're not compared, you're compared to the country. Man. It's so which intense. Is, which is why GCSE and A-level, I think you always, majority of the time, you do better than you expect, because before you're like, for example, you know when, I was thinking about this um, the other day, maybe if that was like the entire country doing it, it would have been like a B, for example. But because I was in this classroom where everyone's getting 100%, obviously what I got is going to be like, a, I don't know. But then again, a lot mm. of stuff I genuinely, I just didn't even try. Like I genuinely, I'd, I don't know why I was like this. I just remember, especially in science, I can't explain, like, I don't think I learned anything Unless I like read it, I think in the unless it was those three weeks before GCSEs, I didn't learn anything. I just sit there and I just constantly, which is why I was just like, why can every, how does everyone sit there and can intake everything the teacher's saying and I can't everything I had to teach myself. Wow. And I was like, maybe you're learning style. 
yeah my learning style is literally just by myself and I can't I cannot which is the same at lectures at uni but with my GCSEs like obviously it was a huge shock to me to like all my teachers and everything they're like how did she manage whatever which was kind of nice but basically we had like a awards thing it was for year 12s and then also people in first year of uni they'd come back and then reflect on GCSEs and A-levels and they actually gave me an award for science not because I did amazing but because they thought I was going to get D's and I ended up like just getting A's or whatever and they were just and it was nice that they recognized that and they didn't give it to somebody just because they got 100% they, it's nice that they respected yeah. the hustle more than the actual grade so I respected that but I think so many teachers are like shocked and I remember the first day of year 12 we basically just had a meeting with our tutors um and my teacher she'd just be like so how are you think for six months like, I'm ready like you know um I did better than I expected in GCSEs so I didn't try that hard like during school but like with the time I had I I tried really hard whatever I'm proud of myself and she just and I was like really gassed for year 12 I was like this is my year like I can do it now I can believe in myself blah, blah, blah. first thing she said she's like well you're not the brightest in the year there's no way there's no way you're gonna get an a and i just sat there wow. and i was just like i was like but how can you t-? i genuinely was like how can you tell me what i'm capable of and she's like because so you're not bad. bright everyone else got so many a stars you 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 didn't even get one you didn't even get so an a star. You, there's no way um she ended up predicting me a d in economics she was also my economics teacher wow. um so my a levels i was predicted a b in maths and two D's. So that was my predicted grades. Um, so mental. everyone around me is like applying to all these huge unis and Ross groups and everyone's predicted A's and A stars. And I used to ask, I was like, please, I promise I'll work hard. No, 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 no. No teacher ever believed me. So even though I did have that kind of high right off GCSE of like, I can do this, I can do this. Still teachers' comments were bringing me down. And then I had my dad at home going, you can do this, of course you can get an A's. Everyone can do it, of course you can. I've seen your ability, you work so hard. You... And then my dad, till this day, till this day, I've left school and everything and education. Till this day, he brings up those three weeks. He's like, you turned your life around in three weeks. You're amazing under pressure. Not many people can take that stress. I saw you, how like stressed you are and how much you applied just or whatever. Just spread that out and whatever. And he would just constantly just tell me all this stuff. Yeah. So again, it was conflicting and I had that whole... I can't do it. I don't believe in myself. Everyone's getting A stars. Blah, blah. And obviously, like you said, A-level jump is crazy as well. Like, it's just... For, it's like, crazy. every single maths paper I was getting E's, like, constantly and everything. I think that's when I was, like, always messaging you, saying, Isaac, I can't do it. I can't do it. Like, I'm so stressed, blah, blah, blah. Like, of course you can. And you obviously, we had maths in common, so you'd just be like, just do as many past papers as you can. Yes, and the pressure, yeah. pressure kicked in. Okay, so obviously, I couldn't apply to the unions I wanted to apply to. Because my grades, they just would reject mm. it straight away. Yeah. Sorry, taking a gap year so I can apply again. Because I ended up yeah. uh, getting like an A star in two A's. Wow. And that Good was honestly I, big. I know, but I give a lot of that to you because I can't lie. Like you properly do. Like, why are you caring what other people think? Just, just do it. Just do those papers and you'll easily. Do, you were constantly like supporting me and bigging me up. And my dad was supporting me. Wow. And then, but I was, I was a bit crazy though. I did like 40 past papers. For each maths module, each maths module, I had like twelve maths modules. I had forty so papers game. each one. So numbers. Thing. That's Literally. what I'm saying. So again, yeah. that's why that was another huge shock going to a grammar school, especially because like or secondary school, primary school is just learning. I didn't really revise. I didn't sit there and do papers or whatever. Like an eleven plus, that was all about papers as well. I forgot to mention that it was a lot of just practicing all the time. And yeah. then secondary school is kind of the same. It's literally just how you perform on the day with yeah. exams. It's not to do with your ability at all. Like I know. So many people who are like amazing at biology in real life, like they know everything about like the system, they like the, the body and whatever. They watch documentaries all day long, but they didn't have the exam technique. And so they think that they're dumb, but they're not. 
It's just exam thing. Yeah. You're amazing at biology. It's just the exam thing. It's just annoying. But because they could be amazing, you know, scientists and things like that. But because they didn't get grades or whatever, they can't do that at uni because that's how uni assesses your ability. It's how you perform on the exactly. Day. Yeah. So then when it came are. to second uh, uni, you know, teachers aren't really they don't really care about you. Basically, you know how you from GCSE they're like on your case. Uh, yeah, and then sixth form is a little bit less but then uni not was completely up to you so I didn't have that pressure of people saying I can't do it and so because I got that again that high from a level and I, it kind of reinforced that I can do it I just need to believe in yourself I like yeah. tried a little bit in uni and stuff like that without any so I think my main thing about grammar school is just like the self-belief aspect you just need to make sure you believe in yourself and don't compare yourself yeah, to the so. other girls well, for me, it was girls. Yeah. But yeah, speaking of girls and whatever, I wanted to ask you about the whole mixed race, mixed race, mixed gen, <laughs> mixed sex schools. Because obviously you went to a mixed one and yeah. I went to a all girls school. And obviously that was yeah. extremely different experiences. We were talking about that on FaceTime a few years ago. So what can yeah. you tell me about mixed sex grammar schools? What was that like? To be honest, mixed sex grammar schools are exactly the same as mixed sex, uh, mixed sex comprehensive schools. Yeah. Exactly what goes on there it goes on in grammar schools. It's just that grammar schools hide it more. Mm. They're less open about it. Comprehensive schools, they they, they embrace it because obviously grammar schools they have that perception that everyone's like goody two shoes stuff like that. Nope, definitely not the case. <laughs> and because of that perception that everyone's goody two shoes, everything's done behind closed doors sort of thing. But stuffs madness still happens, but it's not as like big, mm. you know. But obviously comprehensive schools, yeah, it's more like normalized. But in grammar schools, you're like shamed from that sort of stuff. So. Yeah. It was like me personally. I wasn't. Really, I, I was always a late bloomer, like puberty wise and everything. So I didn't really like care or like move to girls in school or stuff like that. For me, that wasn't really like where my mind was. But don't get me wrong; like it was still happening, and like people doing madness in school. It was just to a lesser extent. Um, so that perception that grammar schools, everyone in there is just posh and goody two shoes. Mm. Even even though the school was Catholic, I I'm telling you now that that was not the case. Like. <laughs> grammar schools is just as mad as everyone's doing their mad team everyone's doing a mad team just less because it's easier to get caught and people are very like judgmental as well because mm. obviously you do get like the strong like christians and religious people yeah, yeah of course because yeah, like you have so, the religion aspect as well which yeah I didn't have. so the religion aspect so we mm. had a religion aspect so people certain people like shape like there's a lot of judging going on in mm. school as well, as well. Like people on their high horses, religiously and stuff like that. So that's why I guess that side of things, everyone was like low key about it. But it was still happening. <laughs> we were stupid. <laughs> Do you think that's because you had boys there? Because boys are like stereotypically, they're meant to be a bit more naughty than like girls growing up. Because mine was extremely good at you. She's like, oh, honestly, we, I mean, you were telling me like so many nah, stories. I don't know if we can both. say some of the stories on here. Nah, some of the stories you told me. I can't incriminate people. Genuinely, because we were all, I mean, I don't know if it's because we were girls, but because we were grammar school girls and we all cared about grades and education, everyone was very studious and focused. Though I think the one thing I am grateful for is I didn't have distractions, whether that was with boys or whether that was because of, um, you know, people interrupting or arguing with teachers. I think we literally had just one incidence of a girl arguing with a teacher just once and it became like the talk of the town. Was your school a boarding school? No, no, no. Grammar school, just normal grammar school. That's in- that's interesting because, yeah, because the girls' school in Slough, they were just as bad when it came to that stuff. Mm. I don't want to say the name. Like, the girls there, like, they were they, they were active. They were active, 100%. <laughs> and I think it's because in school, because it's a girls' school, they didn't have the exposure to guys as much. That's the thing I wanted to touch on, yeah. School. In a mixed school, if you're seeing guys every day, it's mm. normal. But if you're in an all-girls' school, you're only going to really see guys outside of school on the weekends. 
that school's active. I can tell you for free. My ex was from that school as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you um, told me. You told me about her. That, that goes to show. So I'm surprised your school, the girls were good. But then again, you know, the whole distraction thing, it kind of, it can work one way or another. There's no distractions because they're not fully there in the class with you. But then it can also work the opposite way where it's like, because you're not exposed to that and because you're intrigued. It's like, you know, when you have strict parents, when you're hindered from something, you either rebel or you listen. So people would rebel kind of like maybe your focus can shift more towards, you know, boys because you don't have them or whatever. Yeah. But then it's also bad because a lot of my friends, she till this day, one of my friends, she says she finds it hard to interact with boys. And she's currently like two years into her job. And she was like, as genuinely because of the school we went to, we weren't exposed to boys. And wow. that was kind of a hard thing. But then I don't know, it's a really hard one because I think a friend in uni said that when he has children, he'd want his girl to go to his daughter to go to an all girls school, but his son to go to a mixed school. And I asked him mm. why. And he said his reasoning was because boys can be all like really mean, first of all. Second of all, even like I've mentioned, I did GCSEP. I don't think I would have done PE if boys were there. Because I'd just feel shy or I'd feel awkward or whatever. And obviously there's puberty going on. So you, it's a vulnerable yeah. time anyway for everybody. There's a lot of differences with that. So I think maybe I would have felt really intimidated with boys. And I kind of liked that I went to an all-girls school because I had the exposure at primary school. So I knew what was like, you know, to talk to boys there. And then I obviously yeah. have after-school clubs like I did Duke of Edinburgh and whatever. I sound really posh. Same. I did Duke of Edinburgh as well. Yeah, you did. You did bronzer, didn't you? Gold. All oh, the way, yeah. man. I went all the way. Oh my god! Yeah, I need to still do my physical whatever. Did you go to Buckingham Palace? I went to Buckingham Palace. Yeah, <gasps> I haven't seen any photos on your Instagram. Why didn't you post that? That's a flex. I have a, I have a photo. Oh, because I took off all the photos of me before my dreads. My Instagram. <laughs> Those photos are a catfish. So oh I just my god! So what do you think with that? Because obviously you're a boy and you went to mixed school. Do you think that you? What do you think it would have been different if you went to an all boys school? Because for me personally, if I went to a mixed school, I think it probably would have had more negatives than positives. Because I'm, I mean, it, again, it's person to person. I mean, I'm naturally an extrovert, so I reckon I, you know, when I got to uni, I didn't have any problem with talking to boys at all. But that's just because I am touch touch with. I don't know. I think I've got quite good social skills. If a boy came into the school, genuine people would be like, oh my god, it's a boy. It's a boy. And and some would genuinely not even know how to talk to them at all. Till this day, sometimes you That's know. the problem. I feel like if I went to an all-boys school, I really, really not even know how to talk to girls in a mixed school. But I ha- I still had like loads of like friends that were girls and stuff. If I went to an all-boys school, naturally I'm quite sociable, so I don't think I would have had a problem talking to girls anyway. But I think That's it would have made me a lot more... you. I Libra think it would have made... <clears throat> I feel like it would have made me a lot more feisty, I think. It could have been you went one to a boys' school. Yeah, I think it could have gone one of two ways. Yeah. I could have either been completely scared of girls or like whenever I get an encounter with a girl, I'm like, yeah, finally, like I'm talking mm. to a girl sort of thing. Like, Because if I'm deprived of it for so long mm. and it happens, I'm like, I'm like, yeah. Or it could have been like, because I haven't spoken to a girl or whatever, then talking to a girl, I could have just, like, you know, like, bricking my pants sort of thing. Yeah. So, it's hard it's to say. Case you know, by case. If parents are trying to like figure out whether to t- send, if they think of grammar school with, or just secondary school in general, if they want to do an all, like a single sex school or a mix, I think it's definitely case by case. Like I think. Case by case. Yeah. Just if you know your child, then you would know which one to send them to. Cause I think. It's hard to say cause you don't really know. It's a kid, you know, but if I had an impression that my kid was a player at a young age and he's moving mad with girls already and I could see like maybe he's older, he's yeah. going to be too distracted by females. I'm sending him to an all-boys school, I don't care. But then don't I'm you think that school. if you sent them to a mixed school, maybe like when it came to, you know, class discussions and debates... Desens- desensitise him. Desensitise him, but also maybe understand women a little bit more on how to like be a gentleman or whatever. I mean, knowing you, you, you won't that's have to true. worry about that. I don't know, because I think that's the main thing that, that was, like, someone I said at uni. 
because boys can learn point. more about like girls yeah but then girls won't be like, as intimidated yeah, yeah. with boys it's I think different. sending him to yeah, sending him to an all boys school would be like an an avoidance approach, um, a prevention, you know, as in just taking him away from the situation. Mm. Of, but that's a, that's a very valid point you raise as well. Maybe send him to a mixed school, even though he probably will make mistakes, which is normal. You mm. learn, he would learn of to course. understand girls better. But I think, like you said, context case by case basis, mm. and it depends how how wild my son is as well if sending him to a, a mixed school he's just gonna move too mad <laughs> too mad yeah like <laughs> stuff he's doing is just like too wild then i have to send him to a boys school now i'm more inclined to send him to a mixed school okay. I'm, I'm more for mixed school appreciating both genders for what they are uh, interacting with both genders having because i think i believe like guy and, guys and girls can be just friends as well so mm. yeah you've I'm got loads of, of friends who are girls yeah <laughs> it's good that just being open-minded you know just don't just shut away one gender sort mm. of thing i think for me personally i think i like the fact oh, i'm trying to think with my daughter and son. again it's case by case it depends if or what they're like in general the thing is you know you said if your son was a little bit a player or whatever do you think that even if you sent him to like a single sex school he would have found a way because he's got that kind of rebellious aspect yeah that's what i'm saying it's, it's it could go either way you know yeah. It could really pattern him or it could be like, it could make him worse because he's so deprived of it and yeah. he'll go to extreme, extreme lengths mm. to get what he wants sort of thing. So yeah, it all depends really. Were your parents strict growing up, like in secondary school? Yeah. Did yeah, you go to yeah, like house yeah. parties and stuff? Not really, no. Yeah, neither. So for me, I I didn't really have, apart from like That's... Duke of Edinburgh or whatever, I didn't really meet boys that much. So I'd kind of... We'd message on Instagram and stuff like that during secondary school or whatever. But yeah, like, oh, but then with that, like you see at uni, like the people that didn't get let out in school yeah. during their school times, this is mad. So it's better to let your give your children the freedom as they come into like the university mm. era, so that when it gets to uni, they don't just wild out and demand this because. Uh, some of, the, some of the people that I've seen, some of the stuff I've seen at uni. I changed so much from first year to fight. Like day one of first year at uni till the last day, completely different person. Yeah. You can tell, I think I was, I don't want to say moving mad because I'm, I'm a good girl. Like I'm not like, you know, like from, first of all, I wasn't really interested in alcohol. I don't know if you watched my thing was episode, didn't really, wasn't mm. interested in it. Yeah. Um, but at uni, it was a bit like everyone was, do- not because I don't really give into peer pressure. Like I'm, I'll do what I want. Like, no one can really convince me to do stuff or whatever, but I just, I wanted to, and I didn't know my limit and stuff. So that was mainly my thing. Because obviously everyone had been drinking since year eight, which is mad to me. Yeah, I didn't start drinking until, um, mom might watch this. <laughs> 24? <laughs> um, I didn't start drinking until, um, probably till uni. Yeah, same. My first alcoholic beverage I barely was... drink now. Like, I'm going for drinks later today. That's food. Ooh, nice. But I'm going to, I'm probably oh, going to have a cup of tea. I can't lie. Just can't be and now uni's done and I'm like I don't drink and if same. I really oh my god we're the same I'm exactly the same like unless I'm going to a party you won't catch me drinking so would you go teetotal yeah. what's that like oh, not no, drinking not, at all because of athletics like oh, appears yeah, where I, there are like there are months where I just don't drink so like now because it's like indoor season and we're still training like I do drink like now and again but mm. when it gets to like, outdoor season where the comps really count and the schedules are hectic and mm. you've got to be top of your game I don't really drink anyway, I enjoy it drinking now and again but yeah. I don't need it to like, have a good time that's nice when it comes to like stopping I can stop for like a few months if I want yeah, to same. start again or uh, it's nothing like it's easy for me so I'm disciplined so yeah, I like it's that. um yeah it's, it's, it's easy but don't get me wrong I enjoy drinking like, I enjoy yeah, no, yeah. fun 
here and there, yeah, of course. So. Overall, how do you feel about going to a grammar school? Has it affected you today? Like, is it whether whether it's that stamp of going to a grammar school on, on your CV, whether it's the overall it's experience? Going to a grammar school is definitely like beneficial. Yeah. Helped a lot. But I wouldn't say anyone's listening or whatever. I wouldn't say like it's the be all and end all. Going to a grammar school, you can still get where you need to be in life. Grammar school is good and all. It, it doesn't have to be a prerequisite for mm. a good job. Definitely not. It just depends, really. But I sent my child to a grammar school. Potentially, yeah, I think so. Um, but why? I wouldn't make it as if like holy grail because why? Good question. Just based on my experiences with grammar schools and how I learned and stuff and all that stuff, um, it definitely taught me certain traits and attributes. Obviously, you can still get in a comprehensive school, but mm. because of that grammar school edge of competitiveness and um, keeping up with the work and not falling behind and stuff, it gave me that bit of you know resilience, work ethic, yeah. resilience and work ethic because. You couldn't slack in grammar schools. No. Not saying that comprehensive schools you don't work hard. Of course you can work hard. But grammar schools for me personally, just it was gave me that bit of extra edge. My sister went to a comprehensive school. Yeah. So I could see the difference. Was that mixed or was that same sex? St. Joseph's. Oh, St. Joseph's. So I could see the differences, you know. Everyone, everyone's different. You will have people in comprehensive schools that are super clever and super yeah. hard working. Yeah. But um generally in grammar school. Then obviously that's what they try to do the entrance exam mm. is filter out certain types of people and yeah. have a criteria for the type of people they want in their schools yeah for league um, tables so, and for status as well we didn't talk about so that but that's why so yeah so generally you're gonna have like a certain caliber of students in yeah. grammar schools yeah and that's where i probably want my children to be surrounded by that sort yeah. of caliber you know, I'm not saying that not saying that people in comprehensive schools are worse or whatever. But you're like talking that. about the competitive environment and the, the sort competitive of things you environment can get. and the yeah and the yeah. So you know, really pushing yourself yeah. and stuff like that. Um, grammar mm. schools really take it to the next level and really like shove it down your throat. Mm. Um, not as much comprehensive schools are more like laid back of it. Grammar schools mm. kind of like you know, yes. Kick up your ass, and I think I want yeah. my children to go through that as well. So yeah, yeah, it builds. It does. Like I think it's also a case by case. Because you have to just make sure. I'm not gonna lie. The stuff that I was going on in my head, some people could have cracked. I can't lie. Like it was oh, just because you, you just have to make sure you just keep pushing and instill that within your child. I think mm. just to have that self belief and don't you know d- comparing is the main thing. Yes, it's a competitive environment, but don't compare like in terms of like oh she's so much better see it as a good thing but if she can do it i can do it too like do you know it's built it's about your mindset shift and change that's helped me so much since school and i think i was literally i went to Lidl with my dad the other day literally a few days ago and we went in the car and he was feeling he was looked really sad so that's everything all right what's going on he was just like okay, Martin, i've just been thinking recently i just don't like the fact that we made you go to a grammar school i was like what are you talking about he was genuinely really upset about it. And I was like, what do you wow. mean? Like, we talk about this all the time. Like, I'm so much more resilient now. I've got that self-belief. I was like, no, but I'm just trying to think, like, it just broke. It was like, my baby girl, like, it broke her confidence. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but dad, we talked about this. Like, I needed that. Otherwise, I was going to get it later on in life. I got that so early on. And I'm so much stronger now. Now I've got so much resilience. I've got so much of you seeing yeah. me. Like, I, I, in university, I didn't have that lack of self-belief or whatever. Little bit. But not as much yeah. as like uh, GCSE and whatever. And you've seen me like I've worked. He's like, I know, I know. And I, I don't know. He was just feeling a little bit. And then we just came to the conclusion that like it's nice that I experienced the worst kind of uh, competitive environment. I would send them maybe with a girl, maybe all girls school. But I would make sure they do out of school activities like Duke of Edinburgh yeah, to, or yeah, something yeah. like that, well, so that they have stuff, sports, yeah. not just because the hobby, but also the interacting with boys as well. Because I don't mm. want them to go to uni and just it be a huge culture shock and whatever. 
because you can't hide from boys. Half of the world is boys. So, like, you don't want to be man. hindered from Got that. A... I love boys. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah, this was um, this was a very exciting conversation. Yeah, so I think just overall, again, it's case-by-case case basis. Maybe the boy might send yeah. them to me. Maybe both I'll do a single sex, but then send them to, like, an after-school club so they get experience to the other yeah. gender and whatever. I don't know. See what, see where you are, where you end up when the time comes, where yeah. country you're in. Like I said, the context, case-by-case case basis. And uh, my and mind just, might change in a few years, you know. Who knows, man? Um, who knows? Maybe in a few years, all schools will be online. Who knows? Yeah. We were one of the last years to have, like, letters. Now they're all numbers. Oh, yeah. The number, the number thing is... Uh, what do you think of that? that? Keep it standard. Why change it? There's nothing wrong with it. Oh, I got a nine in maths. I got six. What? Don't you think that's like even more pressure now because now people see as nine is even better than an eight when they're both A stars and during our time both were an A star. It's not nice. I wouldn't like that. I think, but I don't want to come across like I'm being ungrateful. I'm so grateful for the quality of education that we've had. Oh, great. So So grateful. I really want to reinforce what you said a bit earlier where you were like, maybe just, you know, people, you're in an environment where everybody really cares and about grades. Sort of thing, yeah. Yeah. But But don't, of course, anyone can do anything. Obviously, there's different circumstances in that stuff of course it's just like school in general it's just a, a stepping stone yeah to open another door essentially mm, to get to where you course. need to be there's this it's not a cut for end all like even if there weren't grammar schools in society i don't think that would have stopped anything really Basically. at the end of the day it's, it's down to the students you know of course because we still have people in my grammar school who didn't try who weren't that smart even though they did get in but they still weren't doing well in school getting d's about, and d's yeah. and u's Yep. So to me, like, and there's people who, like, I know a lot of my friends from primary school. They didn't get into a grammar school, but they have got straight A stars. They're doing medicine. They're crazy smart. Amazing. So so, the other thing, sorry, I wanted to add on to eleven plus because you know during our time it was like verbal reasoning, non-verbal reasoning, and that's meant to be kind of an IQ, like intellect kind of test. That doesn't tell you how hard you're going to work. Intellect. And work ethic is completely different. 100%. Like in sports, you've got skill, you've got talent, mm-hmm. obviously hard work as well. Yeah. You're talented, but you can also work hard and get to the same state. Like two great examples, Cristiano Ronaldo, Lionel Messi. Messi, super talented. Ronaldo works crazy, crazy hard. And then they're both at the pinnacle of their... Wait, so you think that sports. Messi was naturally like that? Whereas oh, Ronaldo had to work. Obviously, he was good at football, but he definitely worked a lot. He's the one of the hardest working athletes I've ever seen. Like Who? Cristiano Ronaldo. He's known for his work ethic. That's what he does. Messi's super talented. Like, and like, like Ronaldinho and all these guys, like, they're just super talented. Don't need to try as much in life. Talent can only take you so far. You still got to put in the work. Have self-belief no matter what school you go to. That is the number one thing in life, just in general. Back yourself and don't ever, ever, ever let anybody tell you what you're capable of. Only you know that. And it should be a good thing. It should be positive. Your teachers aren't sat there in the exam hall. You sat there. Obviously, yeah. Like opportunities and people will be there to guide you and help you throughout. Your, like, your life journey but at the end of the day it's all down to you not your 100%. mom no. not your brother your sister your girlfriend boyfriend like it's you so anyone can gotta... say anything to you you just need to believe it in yourself yeah man throughout the last few months of year 13 you were like of course you can get an A star of course you can get an A of course you can do this like whatever you were telling yeah. me that constantly and I didn't believe you because I didn't believe that you can say as and, much as you want and to the crazy thing is I didn't, I didn't even know you like that I still hadn't no, met yeah. you like, I, did, I didn't know you I only knew you 
for like a couple of weeks yeah and we were just talking and i knew that you were capable of working with these stars thank you based so on much. what you've told me you, but you just didn't believe yourself so people no. just need sometimes just to just hear it which is good as well yeah so even so, though you uh, were constantly instilling that within me because i didn't believe it myself i was just oh he's just saying that because he's nice which is no like you just you need yeah. to believe that in yourself people can only say so the, much it's the, like the mind yeah that like the ma- power of the mind if you keep saying it like you will manifest it eventually yeah. Do you know what's really funny? Every single episode I've done, this is like episode 13 or 14 or whatever. Every single one, I've sort of mentioned the power of the mind in some way. It's crazy. Well, thank you so much for coming on to my podcast and talking about... Thank you for having me. I feel honoured. I've literally lost my podcast virginity today. I'm (laughs) gassed. Is this your first one? I'm so gassed, man. <laughs> How long? Like a year? I've been wanting to. Yeah, we talked about this for a like, year. Yeah, that makes Don't me so happy. Don't get to like and subscribe, guys. Oh, thank right, you. That's down so below. Sweet. But that's really kind that you said that. Thank you. Nah, I really enjoyed it. Like, because people always said to me, like, I should go on podcasts because, like, I like to talk. Uh, You're a really good, good talker. talker and, like, yeah. Like, uh, I come like the way I say things in my voice and stuff. Is that a st- do a podcast or go on YouTube and stuff? I see you doing a TED talk one day. I can't lie. A TED talk. Yeah. Wow, who knows? Maybe one day, yeah. Something to do with resilience, to do with probably, yeah, like moving abroad and starting a business, all that stuff. Because I do want to yeah. do a podcast episode with you about your business because yeah. your work ethic is so admirable. Like it's incredible. Yeah, Again, that's nothing to do with this, going to a grammar yeah. school. Nothing to do with going to a grammar no. school. That's just who you are. I can see myself doing a TED talk. Actually, like people say, yeah. I would be a good. I'm a good like motivator. Like you are. Like, I feel very motivated right now. <laughs> I had so much fun. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Thanks for sharing like your insights and, you know, your experiences and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And please, guys, if you picked up on anything, please don't cancel me. It's all bants. <laughs> Can't wait to have you back on my podcast soon to talk about your business and all that stuff. Yeah. But to everyone listening, I will see you in the next episode. Bye. <laughs> please like and subscribe. Oh, thank you. Been there, done chat. Signing out. <laughs>